home of your all-time favorites. It's our music, your memories. Zoe Mudija with Lengoma featuring a gentleman that is just extraordinary in everything that he does. Dubat Mpomoloi of Urban Village featured on this one. Oot, 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 oot. Oh man, this is what happens when two artists who have incredible respect for one another and amazing talent between the two of them and then they make a song together and it's like, what? It's absolutely beautiful, man. And proudly South African. And we're all about that on the show. As a station, in fact. Ten minutes into the 11 o'clock hour, we're about to catch up with Dubadze Mpomoloi, who joins me on the line. All right, Sako, thank you so much. Um, never been on Radio 2000 before. <laughs> and it's also one of my favorite radio stations oh, to mention. Wow. That is so great. I'm so glad that we were able to, you know, open the door here on this particular show. I'm I'm so excited. I've been a huge fan of uh, Urban Village since my discovery of your music back in 2019. I was like, how is it that I'm only discovering this now? You know, and, and I was so upset, but also very excited and happy for myself because I'm a proud villager now and it, and it's great. But, um, and then I got to, to follow you, um, as an individual artist, as, uh, the multi instrumentalist that you are, as the man of the music that you are from, from Soweto. So we're going to, we're going to unpack, uh, you know, the stuff around, uh, meditation and vibration shortly but talk to us about you know your journey um meeting the other three guys how did it all come together how did uh urban village become this epic band that we know today yeah this is one of the most favorite things i'd like to talk about but before i get into it i'd just like mm. to just uh also greet uh the listeners as well and say uh good evening everyone and thank you so much for everyone who joined in on uh, this conversation sure um so, if I were to go down on memory lane and try to remember the years, I would mm. not be precise. But I can tell you that Urban Village was actually formed about six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I'd met Lerat Ontani, who's the guitarist in the band. Um, mm. Him and I have been friends, you know, growing up as, mm. as uh, mm. teenagers. Kosoweto, and we used to attend this place called Orlando West called... Um, Uncle Tom's Hall, you know, yes. we used to have those things where, like, after school programs. And uh, my uncle was teaching there, teaching guitar, and I was also attending, and Lerat was there. We met, so we used to take the walks together afterwards, and we'd meet each other. And then, just to speed forward, fast, fast forward, the mm-hmm. years went by. I, I started, I started banking, and I became a banker. I worked for Standard Bank for a couple of years. Oh, interesting. I did not. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, okay. you know, things change. You mm, know, if mm. something is yours and you have a calling that is yours, that's you're going right, to yeah. always mm, follow it. Mm, mm. And that's when I picked up, um, you know, met up with Lerato again about seven years ago. And I told him that I, I was interested now in playing saxophone. And he was like, I have a flute at home that I don't mm. use. If you're interested, you can come check it out. I did play the flute a month down the lane, down the lane, Kakopana Lil Rato, and um, at a wedding, I was playing also the flute uh, mm. with a friend of mine. Um, and he then called me the next week to say, Hey man, would you like to come visit me at my house? I'm mm. working on a specific project, mm. and I think it would be nice to have a bit of flute and voice there. 
and the rest is history. And then um, we started working on the project. We did a few shows together as a duet. Sure. And um, later on, um, we then invited a gentleman by the name of Olani to come play yeah. drums for <laughs> us. Mm. And then Mojalefa mm. came on, who was a percussionist for us. And then now we have Usmanga, who's uh, playing bass for us now. Mm. And okay. um, it's been an amazing journey. I'm not going to lie. It's, 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 it's been really interesting, you know, mm. if you really want to talk about create, creating and starting something fresh with uh, a different idea, you know. Lerato had a great idea. And uh, he named it the Urban Village because it was something that has its own sound and it's open for, you know, um, being able to try out new things out of the norm. Mm. And it's been so much mm. fun till today. You know, I can tell that you guys are having fun, you know, and, and, and I like how you're breaking down the how you guys got together because it's just such an organic journey of, you know, friendship and then things came together. So it's so funny you mentioned because we're both from uh, you mentioned um, Uncle Tom's Hall. You guys had Uncle Tom's Hall. We had Funda Center. <laughs> so yeah. it was yeah, yeah. just, you know, Soweto, I mentioned that because Soweto was just such a wonderful space for young people to get off the streets, if I could put it that way, and, and, and do something with their lives. And music for me was just... A, a wonderful place to start. Um, sport and music were, were wonderful spaces for youngsters Gosoweto to just to to get in there, man. Whether it was acting, whether it was dance, whether it was instruments. So yes, if you just tuned in, we are having a conversation with Dubadze uh, Mpomoloi of Urban Village, but we're speaking to him in his personal capacity as uh, a multi instrumentalist. You know how he got to find the music, or how the music got to find him, and then ultimately the healing work that I think is so important and I think it's a wonderful thing for uh, the black community to get introduced to you know various ways of of, of healing so you mentioned that um, your uncle was um, a teacher as, as as a young boy is that where you were sort of like okay this 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 I could do you know you mentioned that you you got into banking but I'm sure there was something in your soul that said Listen, this 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 is going to be with me for a lifetime. Yeah. So just to just recap, Hanyan, mm. I'm going to go back to the responsibilities of the people that took the responsibilities, go Uncle Tom's, and all those spaces where, mm. as young as young kids, we had an opportunity to yeah. go after school and learn, you yeah. know, arts and culture and dance and theater yeah. and all of those things. Sure. Tulani, my uncle, also was one of those people who was spearheading those type of things. You know, even though he had his education. A classical background but he, he sort of gave back to the community as well mm. and um you know growing up in that household um i come from a family of um a lot of people you know mm. and um from my mom's family a lot of them are musicians singers mm. especially in church and involved a lot in arts so i always grew up around that space that was promoting the arts and it was one of my, it was my hobby you know and um when I got into, you know, after the years, after studying banking and financial mm -hmm. studies and working at the bank, mm. I'd never planned that someday I was going to be a musician or an yeah. artist. Yeah. But it happened when I left the bank, I, I went back home, you know, without any other idea, but thinking I was going to look for better 
uh, employment, you know, mm-hmm. maybe go and work for vehicle and assets finance or something in the financial space. Mm-hmm. But um, I met a guy and I was like just visiting a friend of mine. I had a motorbike then. And I was just driving around with my motorbike oh, and my cool. guitar on my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's sitting with this friend of mine under a tree during the day, just chilling and I'm playing guitar. This guy comes up from the street. I think he was going to catch a cab and he heard me playing and singing. And he started asking me questions and told me that he was interested in, he likes how I sing. Mm. And mm. he went back to his house, actually. He, he lived in Penneville. Mm. So he was on his way to catch a cab to work. And then he just met me and then decided to go back, came back with a CD to find out that the guy is a director for Umoja. Umoja, I don't know if you know Umoja, it's a cast yes. that was happening oh, at yeah. Victory Theatre. Incredibly familiar with them. Uh, stage production, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, beautiful stage, stage production. I've never done that before. And he mm. gave me a CD. He's like, please, can you go and check track 15, 12, 11, and so and so? Mm. I'll mm. give you a call in a couple of days. Give me a call after a couple of days. Can you come to the Victory Theatre? Uh, we need a singer. We have a show tonight. Please, if you check the songs, can you please come audition? I went. I took my bike. I went and I auditioned. And Mom Todd came out of the office. She was like, who's singing? And they said it was me. And he was like, can you start again? And then I sang the song again. And he was like, you're on tonight's show. Yes. I'd like to work with you. And the journey just started there because then I was on the space mm-hmm. of arts and music mm-hmm. and I was like in art and theater, something fresh. And, and at the enjoying time, I had nothing it. else to do. Yeah, I and enjoying it. it. I yeah. really enjoyed it. Wow. It was really, it was really intimidating at the time because, you know, you get into the space and there's all these dancers and, and these singers and people are doing acrobats and stuff. And here I am. Now I can't even dance to save myself because I'm going to two left legs, you know. <laughs> yeah, two left feet. But then I took the responsibility. I took the opportunity because I wanted to see myself grow and get into something that's out of my comfort zone. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I have that tendency of, you know, I think that's why I we'll get into this as we go on. It's why the multi-instrumentalist thing came up mm-hmm. organically. Mm-hmm. Because I always mm-hmm. want to throw myself deep into things, even mm-hmm. when it's something I've never done before. Because, you know, some of us have an opportunity or don't have an opportunity to go to university and study certain things or fields. Yeah. But by being practicing and being hands-on, you know, real time, that's how we learn by putting ourselves in these things. And that's how the musical career started taking off, you know, with the theater. And um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a very interesting <laughs> story. It <laughs> sounds yeah, it's <laughs> no really or, or documentary because uh, also just the way you and I mentioned the that's the first thing that came to mind as you're unpacking the story is I think we've already established now as fans of yours, that you are an explorer archetype. The things that you're mentioning now about how you just really make a decision that I want to learn something and you, you're you going to learn it. You're going to find a way to learn it. And uh, learning comes in different shapes and forms, which is just so wonderful. But yeah, a, a documentary would be great, I think, on your life because um, I, I love how you guys also as Urban Village put together your music videos. It is one of the most beautiful um, and I mentioned it to, to one of the other band members when I spoke to them uh, after the release of your EP, Ubaba, that 
the the storytelling just weaves itself so beautifully in the different uh types of art forms so uh the music video the the music the the, the music as it were the lyrics everything and the subject matter is something I want to I want to talk to you about because you mention home, you mention you know growing up Gobu Mama and you know seeing siblings and cousins and all the family members that were living with you. Um, so I, it now it starts to make sense why you guys choose the kind of subject matter that you choose around. It's very uplifting. It's about community. It's about uplifting. Uh, the, the, the male figures as something that is supposed to protect the nation and not to hurt the nation. So I love some of the subject matters that you guys uh, cover in your music. There's another song, uh, Dindi, for example, appreciation yes. for the beautiful sisters, which is just like so heartwarming. So yeah, the, the, some of the, the, the topics in your music, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, just to add on it, uh, I know maybe it's not a question, but uh, just to add on it, it's just mm. that, um, you know, we need to trust the process of everything. Mm. You know, we need to trust, like, my situation for coming coming from the situation in terms of growing up. I come mm. from a divorced family mm. and I live most of my life with my mom's family, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father figures were my uncles, you know. Um, and, you know, all the people that were surrounding me in the neighborhood and the brothers and uncles and sisters right. that are in the neighborhoods. Right. And paying attention as to what was happening, you know, growing up in that space, if you know, you see your friends with their families, the dad is there, mom is there, you know, you envy that from a distance. And it's something that's going to always live with you if you don't come from that space. Mm. So uh, I think um, that for me was a very also a huge contribution to, you know, writing the song about Ubaba, you know, mm. because um, mm. over and above Abubaba, to say, Umama, the mother figure we're not talking about, we are actually, that's why you actually see her in the video, you know, cooking in the kitchen yes. and stuff. Um, it's, it's, we all have an equal responsibility to look after one another in the universe as well, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's how the song came about. And I mean, with the brothers, we always talk about over and above just playing music. We would discuss issues, you know, either it's xenophobia, things that are happening in and around mm. our country. Mm. And our music is South African. It's really rooted in, you know, South African history and how we grew up. You know, we talk about migration. We yes. talk about family. We talk about responsibilities. Yes. We talk about dark matters. We talk about you know the the the, the even talking about the dark dindi, you know, embracing yourself in the in the color of your skin. And also, mm. it's an open subject because you know, obviously, the song is called Dark Dindi. The video is also like you know, you see a lot of dark skin ladies. Mm. You also see a lot of mm. light skin ladies as well mm. because we'd like to leave an open subject where a person a person's mind can travel mm. and you know. It doesn't mean that um, white people or people of other color are not, you know, involved in this conversation. Mm. But it's, at the end of the day, it's about really loving and embracing yourself in the color of your skin. Absolutely. And, and blackness coming in, in, in different shapes and forms. Beauty coming in different it's shapes important. and forms and, be, and shades. Yeah. And to, be, to just, just hit it on, just hit the nail on the head. This blackness is a very important conversation right mm. now. Mm. Also, you mm. know, mm. being aware of what's happening in in, mm. in America and Europe and all around the mm. world, 
talking about xenophobia, we're talking about apartheid, we're talking about, you know, black on black crime, we're talking about, you know, there's a lot of, and we have to take care of our own, you know, and my own right now is my black brothers and my black sisters, you know, and opening up that conversation is what I can talk about. The beauty of being an artist or a creative, you know, all the taboo, taboo subjects or topics that nobody wants to talk about. Mm, As an artist mm. and creatives, we have an opportunity to open up the dialogue. You yeah, know, and, and I guess and, to and some extent, talk about. yeah, sorry to interject, but I guess it's some, to some degree of responsibility as well. And I think that's why people are able to connect with you guys on such a deep level is because you're talking to us. You're not talking at us Absolutely. about things we know nothing about. These are our lived Absolutely. experience, our shared experiences. And there's so much about your story that I can completely relate to as a black person, you know, Kosoweto, uh, which is an epic township, by the way, for, for the arts, for creativity and all kinds of amazing things. So, yes, if you just tuned in, we are chatting to Tubaz uh, Mpomoloi, who joins me on the line. And we're just unpacking his journey and his thoughts around music and how he's been influenced and some of the subject matter that is covered in the music. So, here's another beautiful one. Izi Vungu Vungu by Urban Village. Of course, Tubaz <laughs> is in here as well. Uh, but when we return, um, I really do want to unpack the sound bath. I can just imagine his friends go so to on some. He manji sound bath. But we're going to talk about that because it is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I want you to know about it. So great. Urban Village is a vungu vungu. Enjoy. We are rhythm. It is Radio 2000, our music, your memories. Welcome back to Essence of Rhythm in conversation with Dubadzi Mpo Moloi. And we're talking about the music. We're talking about the sound and can't wait to unpack uh, his journey into uh, sound meditation. Uh, Dubadzi, welcome back. Welcome back. That was a beautiful Thank song. Thank you. Is, is it Vungu Vungu? Yes. Storms of Life. It's like, you know, storms, uh, hurricanes, tsunamis, okay. all those things that hit you, you know, without any warning and stuff, mm. you know, mm. and they keep mm. you from going back home and they keep you from doing the things that you really want or seeing the people that you want to see mm-hmm. like coronavirus right now mm. it's a sivungu vungu as well you mm-hmm. know it's another storm of life that we're going through right now mm. and there is no storm that never ends even though we don't know I how when but this storm is also going to it, it is going to end because we're going to fight spiritually mentally physically you know we bring up all our forces and meditate on it as well so that we find a solution. Mm, Therefore, it's mm. definitely going to end. That is so true. And thanks for putting it out there because indeed this too shall pass. And, you know, I'm just thinking as I was listening to Izzy Vungu Vungu um, whilst it was on air, I was just thinking about what an epic journey you've had, you know, just as as a person and the many journeys that you've had to walk through in this life, you know, growing up as as a young boy, the music finding you, then the banking and then back to the music. I mean, talk to me then how you find uh, 
stuff from the east, you know, because I make the connection with, uh, you know, meditation and sound healing with that part of the world. So how did you find it? And also, how, how did you discover that we can actually do it in Africa with our people and that it would resonate with us? So thank you so much for that question. It's a question that I get to be asked quite a lot and still I still battle with, you know, finding because I try not to create something that is not true, mm, mm, but mm. I try to be as honest and genuine and real about it. I've always been, um, if you listen to um, the music of Urban Village, mm. there are certain songs where I do lots of chants with my voice. Yes, yeah. And um, the chances that I am really attracted to are the Eastern chants, you know. Mm, mm. And I've always delved into that space. I've always done research on, you know, the Eastern space. And it has been a space that I've always been attracted to, you know. Mm, like, mm. I'll make an example also. There's someone else who sings like that. Um, Sadif Keita does it as well. Oh, yes. And, you know through some certain sounds mm. and, you know. Keke um, has got the same vibe, yeah. I know exactly Keke what you're Lingo's talking about. Keke got the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. There's a, so it's a thing of, it's a thing about, it's, it's, it comes really from the music itself because mm. it is a scale. Mm. It is a scale in music mm. that mm. Is, is, mm. is used and it's called an Arabic scale. And there's always, there's a pentatonic scale, there's an Arabic scale, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a whole lot of, different kinds of scale and I've always been attracted to the you know Arabic scale because it sort of like really resonated with me mm, and mm. somehow I managed to bring it into the music unintentionally but uh, you know as organic as the music was just like I was just responding to the sound and as uh, time went on I think about two years ago um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine um, called um, Anika Mm-hmm. who's really into wellness and um, healing. Mm-hmm. And when she was talking to me, she just sort of had that feeling that, you know, something like this would best fit me. And when we were asking questions to say, hey, why don't you get into sound bath and like healing? And mm. I was like, hmm, that's another department. And I've never never dealt with it yeah she's like yeah. you know it's it's anything is possible really if it's something that you really resonate to and then mm. started gifting me with singing bowels my first pair of singing bowels was gifted to me by Annika and Stunning. obviously when you get an instrument I, I people gift me instruments and I, I buy instruments and I always come across new things and every time I get one I'd like to do my research really in understanding where it comes from, mm-hmm. what it is about, what mm-hmm. it does, mm-hmm. and how it is supposed to be used. So as I started going on to this journey, well, I've been a person who always meditated at home, mm-hmm. but using audio, you know, by like taking, buying a CD mm-hmm. that has, an, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, meditation type of sounds. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. once I started picking up sound bots, I started experimenting at home with loop stations where I can um, loop my sound bath, like play some of these singing bowels, mm-hmm. loop them, and then keep the loop going and then have my meditation. And I was experiencing and like, what's, I'm trying to find the right word, experimenting with that with my partner and Annika at home. And so we kept having our own private sound baths and it was something wow. that was really good for us. 
Wow. And wow. an idea came for me to actually share this now with people because it's something I felt it was really important that it needed to be shared. Mm, 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 and mm. Um, then Annika introduced me to ladies at uh, a place in Greenside called The Nest Space. I don't know if you know the place. I know them. They're doing um, amazing work within with yoga and, 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 and yes. you know, those kinds of um, sort of healing practices. And, and with yes, food Vanessa. and all of that, stunning. Mm. Yes, totally amazing. And when I got introduced to the space, a whole new world opened up. Mm. And, mm. you know, when mm. like, I, like I said, I like to try things out, you know, try things out of the norm, even though it's like out of my comfort zone. And when I got into that space, the ladies had a nice, beautiful thing that they were doing because I'm going to just touch on this as well. You know, yoga, meditation, and kundalini and all of those things, it is a thing that is not so, so, so open to the black community. Mm -hmm. And only a selected few, you know, could attend those things. And as a black black person or a black child, once you get into the space, you'd get intimidated because, you know, you'd be probably a minority in the space. And the sisters at the nest were doing it so wonderful because Mm -hmm. it was a space that was Mm -hmm. really opened up to a lot of uh, black people, you mm, know, mm, mm. and uh, and and there is a space that, I mean, we needed, I sort of also felt I'd like to put in a responsibility and play my part with regards to providing more of these things over and above it being in Greenside. I must have well ta- as well take it to Tembisa, take it to Soweto, take it to schools, Man, take it to... So good, so important, know. yeah. So important. So, mm. Yeah, so the journey really started there, you know, mm, and it's, mm, it's, it's, mm. It's, 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 it's carrying on, honestly, because this is something that needs to be shared with the entire world in its whole entirety. Well, I, I, I agree with you. And it's, it's a huge interest of mine because I used to, you know, I, I used to attend them uh, several years ago, but I was on and off, you know, because at some point it was just ridiculously <laughs> expensive to be, to be perfectly honest. But I think, you know, the more the space opened up and with the introduction of, you know, these kinds of um, healing practices, it's, it started to become more open, more accessible and slightly more affordable. And I think you bringing it into the space as well is going to do what it needs to do. And I love the fact that you're taking it to where the people are. It doesn't need to be, um, any, you know, at, at a specific place, but, I think it's wonderful the work that you're doing with these uh, sun meditations because, you know, if I can just share with you, I think um, since the start of this or, or, or when we first realized that coronavirus is now in South Africa, I really just started to realize that we actually we're all sick. You know, and it's yeah. not just a virus uh, sickness, uh, sickness, mental illness, physical illness. We really are yeah. just all sick. We're just at different stages of our individual pathologies. Um, yeah. and, and, and we are like slowly just over the years, just writing off the symptoms of our ailments. And that's really not getting us anywhere. So I think sound meditation really makes you vulnerable. It opens you up by the sound of things. And it just... It, it makes you interrogate what's going on with you so that you can better take care of yourself. But I want to know how it actually works. So you talk about these uh, bowls, these singing bowls. What exactly are those? You know, where do you set them up? How do I sit? You know, wh- 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 how does it work? And how am I supposed to feel at the end of a session? 
All right. Um, so the one other biggest, biggest, you know, thing that I'm really grateful of mm. with regards to the sound bots, they actually call it the sound bots, the mm-hmm. ones that I, I offer. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, we've been, I've been also going through a very tough time during the season or mm-hmm. this period of the pandemic as well as a right. creative and an artist, yeah. you know, when uh, I'm entirely dependent on performances, shows, bookings, mm-hmm. and yes. my work really involves, you know, having to spend time with, pe- with people. Like, I have to be in a space where there's people, you know, for mm-hmm. me to, like, really get some form of uh, remuneration. But we'll talk mm-hmm. about, you know, how we actually found other ways of doing that besides, you know. So what is a sound bath? I mean, a sound bath is an immersive audio meditation. And... Um, I use indigenous instruments. I use my voice and mm. um hello? Yes, yes, I'm still here. Okay, great. <laughs> Sorry, I think I heard a vibration there. Um and um like I was saying, I use uh traditional singing bowls, indigenous instruments like imbira, mm. you know, and bring a space home. of meditation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mm, absolutely mm. so that it becomes and now Soundbots for me have been so amazing because it is the one thing that I could go back to that helped me remain light during this period, mentally, physically, and spiritually that. as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, singing bowls are—they—they they come from they—they they are Tibetan, and mm-hmm. um, they used a lot, you know, in the Eastern practices as well, you know, um, to clear the space because. You know, music is a beautiful collaboration between sounds and vibrations. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these singing bowls also, they come in different herds, which is, you know, music is measured in herds. And that measurement transforms into an energy once you start spinning the singing bowl. And the different sizes give different herds. And the different herds travel differently into different spaces into the mind the body the spirit and space as well so bringing in imbira as well into it you know you know imbira is an instrument that came from zimbabwe Mm. and it is an instrument that was used or still used before a ceremony whether a child is born or there's a marriage or there's a new person involved in the family or any other traditional ceremony but it is used at the beginning of anything to summon the spirits, good spirits, to come into the space and be with us as we begin this journey, mm, you mm, know, mm. and transcending into space. And then over and above that, I use my voice as well, where I use chants, not only Eastern, but, you know, African chants. Mm. I hum mm. sounds that are really soothing. And I use water as well. Like I put water inside wow. a singing bowl when people are deep in concentration. Wow. You know, if wow. you're in a space where there isn't like a river or anything, I'd put mm. my hands inside the bowl, lift my hands up, and the water drops back into the bowl. And the droplets make a beautiful sound, mm. which Na- makes you feel nature's like nature's composition. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Oh, my word. Okay. You know, and, um, yeah, yeah. You were saying? I was saying, and also I use a pool pipe. You know, if you take a pool pipe, these are games we used to play when we were kids. I've seen if that. If you take a I've pool pipe, you and you, 
<laughs> and you spin it in the air depending mm. how fast you are spinning it it gives you a different tone different sound and mm. it's a beautiful sound which resembles wind and air mm. because all of these things are a sound bath it's also a collaboration of all the elements water mm. wind earth fire you know these are good energies that we we we, we mm. all possess in mm. our bodies mm. and it's it's it, it helps to revive them all the time and the process is just to ask a call to 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 answer you know uh what happens you know it's 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 a space where you arrive and i burn incense i bring in a lot of plants into the space to create mm. if it's indoors i create a space that feels or looks like a garden so that it's a lot more comfortable and i encourage people to bring their mats yoga mats or a pillow or a towel and i provide some if people don't have but because of corona you know i've tried to restrict from that mm. and i encourage people to wear like comfortable clothes like tracksuit pants or gym tights mm. as long mm. as it's just comfortable and you feel comfortable you arrive on time don't come with your, get yourself with your heels please no heels no 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 heels no heels but anyway we leave those shoes at the door (laughs) and you know i i then start the process by a conversation and we set an intention depending on how we're feeling on the day and whether it's an intention of um you know growth whether it's healing uh whether it's new moon you know there's Mm. there's a lot of intentions that we, we can set you know and then i just start the process by you know guiding people through and um through the sound bath and you know try to really get them to relax as much as people can and i encourage people to relax close their eyes try not to get distracted by the external sounds even though there are external sounds or someone moving or coughing at a specific time that becomes part of the whole process mm. of the healing and it's just all sounds related and it's just vibrations and that goes on for an hour sometimes depending on how i'm feeling i'd notice that i go longer than an hour and you know we all come out of it feeling really refreshed because i also take some time to be part of it as much as i am leading the class but i also try and you know make sure that i'm 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 really immersed in all the things that i'm doing with regards to creating mm-hmm. the sound journey as well. Sure, it sounds like quite an experience. Okay, so we have run out of time, unfortunately, but it was okay. just so epic to to unpack how it all works, how it all unfolds. And, you know, I, w- I was saying to you offline as we were preparing for our discussion over the weekend that I can't wait to attend um, you know, one one of the sound baths that you, that you host, and I believe there's going to be some uh, happening from the month of March, so people can follow you right on Instagram to get more details. Correct? Yes. So um, I'm putting together this thing because I I, I'm, I know we've run out of time, but I just want to say this: mm. I do not want to wait until someone says we can now go out and do things, but because people are calling, interested in the sound baths, mm. so I'm leaning towards you know, making home visits now where mm. people I can visit you at home with a couple of friends as long as you have a garden outside and because we're encouraged to be outside. So we don't have to wait until there's a space that's open and we can carry on with our sound bus because people are really needing this and I'm needing it as well. So if people are really like just to keep up to date with the upcoming sound bus and musical journeys, you can just follow me on Instagram and it's at tm underscore muloy. So it's actually TM underscore Muloi. And then on Facebook, right. it's Tubatsim Pomuloi. There you have it. Man, you, 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 are, you are it. 
Thank you so much for your work. Thank you uh, for your contribution to society. I think, uh, you know, along this journey of life, we've got to take each other up up there, wherever there is. And, and you're doing yeah. your bit. So <laughs> kudos to you. No, and thank you so much. It, it was wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for having me on uh, your radio station and your show. I really appreciate it so much and I enjoyed it. It's Once only again, a pleasure. thank you, my sister. It's only a pleasure. Thank you so much. Tubadze Paul Muloi joining me on the show. Urban Village, Umhlaba Wong featuring Msagi. Enjoy. What an epic way to end the show. And this is, this is exactly uh, what, what we were uh, discussing uh, with Dubazi on, whilst we were having a conversation really about us as a collective coming together as people of all kinds. Because, listen, we're all connected. At the end of the day, we are all connected whatever that means for you and I. But I wanted to give you a sense of what a sound bath actually sounds like. So I have like a few seconds of a snippet of uh, Dubadze in action doing an actual sound bath. This is taken off of his Instagram, in fact, where he was doing what he calls a solidarity sound bath. And this is really about uh, just bringing everyone who feels troubled together in one space virtually so uh, which is so wonderful but take a listen to this super super healing So yes, now you know, if you wanted to ever attend a sound bath, that's what you would expect. Imagine yourself in a garden, eyes closed in comfortable clothes and experiencing something like that. Certainly healing vibrations all the way. But it was wonderful to be uh, in the space with you. Once again, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Uh, let's do this again tomorrow, the African Rooftop Edition of essence of rhythm it was wonderful to be with you take care of yourselves look after yourselves immerse yourself in the music in the sound in the rhythm and we'll meet again tomorrow at uh, 10 p.m or later at 10 p.m have yourself a super thursday cheers